Okay, okay, what's going on, LBHT crew? B, what is going on? Uh, I mean, I think you know what's going on. It's the one thing that's on everybody's mind. It's the beginning of the Bryce Young era. Oh, yes, yes, that's what's going on. That's, that's right. what's on everybody's mind. Look, yes, no, it is. no, no, it, it's it's the reign of Brian Burns. I put Brian Burns in a thumbnail, okay? Number, number zero, okay? The new agent zero, okay? Lamar, Lamar Jackson, okay, revenge tour. How about that? Listen, everybody. Look, guys, we made it. We made it. Okay, pat yourself on the back. All right, <laughs> clap it up. All that good stuff. Football season is here. The first game is tomorrow night. Uh, Chiefs versus Detroit versus the Lions. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that should be an entertaining game. Uh, we'll be watching that. Maybe a little live coverage afterwards. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. All right. But um, yes, it is also Wednesday. Happy Wednesday. Hope your week is going well. But if not, hopefully it gets better starting right now. We are streaming live on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. So make sure you're following us at all those places. Okay. You can follow Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, IG, at lbht show or x we're supposed to call it x uh we still call it twitter you guys know what twitter is um yes yes and also shout out to our audio side man you guys are showing us the love over there okay there's some audio listeners over there all right so that's another way to enjoy the show um anybody that's into sports podcasts that you know about man let them know about us okay make sure you give us a five-star review wherever you're listening to all right uh salute to the chat Look, Bazel, he reclaiming his spot as first. He said he's first today. Ernest, you were, oh, you were so close. You were so <laughs> close. All right. It was a photo finish. No, actually, it wasn't. It was four minutes later. But uh, <laughs> thanks for coming through. <laughs> Who else we got in here? Our guy Hendo from the Road Pies says LBHT crew. It's Brian Burns to the Ravens Day. I can feel it. Oh, we're going to talk a little Brian Burns, okay? He gave you guys a little scare, but he's back at practice, all right? But we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. Living big with Big Reg in the house. It's what's good, everybody. Salute to you. Salute. Just Allo says, hello, LBHT crew. Live well and prosper. Yes, indeed. Live well and prosper. How many, how many people still know about this? How many of y'all know about this? Nerds. Like, I, I mean... I mean, we're older now, so I, I can't assume that they know what this is. If you guys know what this is, type it in the chat. Type it in the chat, okay? The young people, not you, the Zico the Kages of the world. Zico Kage, do you know what this is? Do you know what this is? Live long and prosper. Man, no, Hendo, the young people. Wow. <laughs> 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 but yes, Hendo got it. He, he, of course, Hendo knows what it is. Okay, that's Spock on Star Trek. All right, we got our guy Buck in here. What's going on, Buck? Uh, let's see who else is here. Yolanda B's in the house. What's going on? Says, Good evening, LBHT family. Yes, indeed. Thanks for coming through. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Oh, Jay's in the house. Yes, indeed. Says, LBHT, we made it. NFL is back tomorrow. Yes. Yes, Ryan C says, what's up, LBHT crew? What's good with you? Yes, yes, good old Spock. Good old Spock, Jay. Uh, 
yeah, Hendo is young at heart. Okay, my bad, Hendo. I didn't mean to to offend. Uh, you know, I didn't mean to offend you. Okay, you're young. You're still young at heart. <laughs> oh, Julia, what's going on? Salute to Coach. Salute to you. What's up, Coach? Listen, if you're not already subscribed, I mean, needless to say, you need to subscribe to Sip to Tally Films. Okay, that's where all the magic happens. All right. Um, all of our hot takes can be explained over there. Okay, he can break it down to you, play by play. All right, he can educate you. All right, and you can see us there every Monday night at 9 p.m. for the Ravens roundup as well. Okay, it's a little bonus, but uh, man, coach is on fire right now, man. He's breaking everything down to you. And look, if you got questions, if you have actual football questions that you need answers to, coach is your man. He's gonna break it all down to you. Okay, coach is gonna also tell you why the Ravens are going to win on Sunday. I mean, we're gonna tell you too, but he can really, really break down why they're gonna. They're going to beat down the Texans. B doesn't, I don't think B thinks it's going to be a beat down, but we'll find out. We're going to break that. We're going to break that down. All right. Uh, but we're going to be covering the Ravens versus Texans. We're going to be covering the Panthers versus the Falcons. Huge game out the bat. That's a huge game for the Panthers. All right. Mm-hmm. We'll be discussing that. We're going to be going a quick rundown of the week one NFL games. Okay. Across the league, giving you our picks. Okay. Um, you know, a couple other things, a couple other stories. Uh, 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 a rematch between Errol Spence and Bud Crawford in the works. All right. All kinds of goodies. But obviously, this is going to be uh, packed with NFL talk, Ravens and Panthers talk, like we usually do. Shout out to to uh, Bob Bigby over there on Facebook for the, uh, showing the love over there. Appreciate that. All right. Um, all right. We got a lot to get to. So let's get started. But first, we like to start every show with a black history fact and be the black history fact for you. Yeah, I'm going to try and make this a little little quick so we can jump into the the NFL talk here. But September 4th, just a couple of days ago, was the anniversary of the birth of Richard Wright, who was a, you know, a very famous author. Uh, he was born in 1908. He passed away in 1960, pretty young. Uh, but he was born on a plantation near Roxy, Mississippi. Uh, he kind of moved around quite a bit early on in life. His father left their family when, when he was very young. Uh, he went to live with his grandparents for a little while. Uh, accidentally set the house on fire. They didn't appreciate that. Had to move up out of there. His mom actually put him and his brother in an orphanage for a bit. Uh, they got out of there. They went and stayed with their mother and their aunt. Uh, then back to the grandparents' house. Uh, like I said, the grandparents didn't really appreciate the fact that he had uh, set their house on fire, and and so he and his brother were, were kind of beaten a lot there. And you know, it was, it was the older members of his family trying to force him into uh, religion, you know, and force him to pray and have a relationship with God, and uh, not something that he was very uh, receptive to in his in his early years. And you know, because they moved around a lot and because he needed to help out the family, he didn't get uh he never actually well, up until about twelve, he hadn't actually finished a, a year of school. Uh, so not a whole lot of formal education. Um and you know, once he did go to school, obviously he did he did very well. Uh but still, you know, wasn't able to finish high school, had to drop out early and then get a job to help support his family. Uh, at 17 he actually moved away to Memphis. And there, you know, he, he experienced, obviously he experienced racism in Mississippi, you know, growing up and then experienced it also in Memphis. He was, 
unable to actually even use the the public library there. He had to try to borrow a library card from a white coworker and pretend to be essentially an errand boy uh, that he was just kind of picking up books for for the white person. And he got to read books that that black people weren't allowed to read. Uh, and so he, he kind of started to teach himself and expand his own mind. And then he moved to Chicago. He's actually part of the great migration uh, of black people moving from the South up North, moved to Chicago, got involved with the, uh, with the communist party uh, for a bit, got kind of disillusioned there. And he was kind of, you know, uh, cast aside, cast as an outsider as a, they called him a bourgeois intellectual, even though he didn't really have, like you said, a formal education. So it was, you know, there's a lot of, he obviously wrote great books, uh, Native Son, Black Boy, American Hunger, those last two being uh, autobi uh, autobiographical. Uh, but if you just read about his life, you know, he was very involved in the, the civil rights movement. Uh, and it's kind of just a story of a, a Black man in America trying to find a place where he belonged. Uh, and he never really did. You know, uh, he moved, he ended up moving out of the U.S. to, pa to Paris uh, like a lot of uh, writers did at the time. And, you know, he, he stayed there until his death in 1960. Um, but again, yeah, just a very, very interesting person, a very interesting life that he led, uh, even aside from reading the the, the fantastic books that he, that he produced and, and the poetry and everything like that. Uh, so I would highly recommend checking into those books as well as just reading about his life in general uh, and get an idea of what it was like for a black man, and particularly a, a, a literary black man living in that time in the U.S. You know, when I was in 10th grade, uh, ninth or 10th grade, my sister gave me the book Black Boy, right, which I which I really liked. And then when I um, got to, to uh, 11th grade, uh, part of our lit part of our reading was to uh, read uh, Native Son. Which kind of surprised mm -hmm. me. I didn't think, you know, because you know, Native Son's a little graphic. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little graphic, you know. It surprised me that that, that was part of their curriculum um, in high school. But um, excellent books. Excellent yeah, books. yeah, and that and that you know, it also goes to the importance of having good teachers. Uh, I I read that as part of our uh, English class in tenth uh, and eleventh grade as well. Uh, Native Son and American Hunger, and yeah, you know, you said I think most kids now won't be you know, exposed to that kind of, those kind of books in Florida, Florida. No. <laughs> or Texas. Yeah. All right. Um, yeah, that, that's, that's a shame, but look, as parents, right. These are things that you have to fight for and fight against, um, you know, pay attention to what's going on in your school board, pay attention to local elections. When you see nonsense that happens in Florida, you need to fight against it, man. Right. It, it's very important to be involved. So, so, um, you know, they don't they don't wash away your history. They don't take away uh, important books like these. Right. Because, mm -hmm. you know, um, <clears throat> learn about black culture, um, learn about black history. That's, um, you know, do not let them erase that. All right. Yes. Yolanda says she loves that book. Yes. Wait, which one? Which one? Because we, we said three books. There. Black, boy. Just about black boy. Oh, OK. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, just Al says Baltimore in the early '70s wasn't much better than Florida, depending uh, where you live in Baltimore. Baltimore is still a segregated city, very segregated. All right. Um, oh, black boy. Yeah, she said black boy. Okay. Uh, just Al says we hardly read. Oh, sorry, I'm clicking around here. 
So have you hardly read any of the great black authors? Yeah. I mean, you, you, even when we were going, you didn't get that many, right? But that one, I, you know, we read that, that. That slipped through. I was surprised we read that one. Um, all right. Who else is in here? See, Iron Attic, what's going on? Says, Willing got 29 likes with 40 in the chat. What? <laughs> hit the like button, please. And if you're new, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Agent E, what's going on? What's going on? Salute to you. Thanks for coming through. Jeremy's in the house. What's up, Jeremy? Thanks for coming through. Uh, Ryan C says, we got some bad draft seedings. Jose and LGR and fantasy football draft was taking Lamar at two, being reactive, or was that the plan? Just wondering as a limited fantasy player. I'll tell you what, Ryan C. Okay, okay. Shout out to you. Shout out to you. Okay, well, we'll, we'll deviate for a second. Um, when you are in a league with when you're able to start two quarterbacks, you get your quarterbacks early, my friend. I don't know if you didn't know that because nobody scores more than quarterbacks, right? Um, double check the scoring. If it's a standard scoring league, you know, um, you want a quarterback in that flex position always. If you do not have another quarterback in that flex position, you are at a 10, at least 10 point disadvantage mm-hmm. every week, right? So I got Lamar Jackson and I picked up Aaron Rodgers like a round or two later. So whoever I play, if they're starting a running back, even a good running back, that I'm, I'm at an advantage out the gate. All right. A little fancy, a little fancy tip for you. A little fancy tip. All right. Okay. What's up, Attitude Pop? <laughs> D Melo, what's going on? What's going on? I'll tell you what's going on. Football's back. D Melo's back. Football is back. Salute to you. Nice to see you in there, Garnett. Thanks for coming through. Um, Ravens versus Tekken versus Texans. First, I almost said Tekken. Ravens versus yeah, Texans. I would be Tekken. <laughs> All right, let's go. So um, I say it's going to be a beatdown. B thinks it's, it's a little bit more complicated than that. Uh, why is it more complicated? Why is it not so simple as just we go out there and we just blow them out? Uh, I think it starts first and foremost with the fact that they have a new offensive coordinator and a lot of new pieces on offense and didn't do a whole lot to ensure that those guys would be on the same page uh, heading into, into week one. They didn't play at all during the preseason. And, you know, you want to make sure that they get into a rhythm. That's really what the, what the preseason's for. You don't have to play a whole lot, uh, but you want to get them out there and see that the, the offense is functioning, right? Um, on top of that, you have the fact, you know, Mark Andrews is banged up. We don't know if he'll be 100% going into the game. I know he, he came back to practice, but don't know exactly where he's at. And then you look on the defensive side, you don't have Marlon Humphrey. Um, and honestly, the rest of the corners aren't very good, right? So that's that's going to be a, a pain point for them, I think, in week one. But also, they don't have a lot of depth on the interior D-line. Like right now, I believe they have four interior D lineman. Uh, so the, there's a couple ways that Houston can go. And we talked about this before. You can, I think that, that with Tank Dell, with Dalton Schultz uh, in particular, they can work the, the short passing game and, and move the ball that way. Uh, and even Devin Singletary in there. Uh, I don't think that the Ravens corners will be able to match up with these receivers. I mean, they, they have a, a pretty decent receiving core. Uh, I think, you know, Robert Woods, Tank Dell, We'll see what, what they get from John Mechie. 
Uh, and then, like I said, Dalton Schultz at tight end. Uh, but if they want, they've got Damian Pierce in the backfield, and they can just pound the ball and, and try to wear out that Ravens defense and that, that really shorthanded D-line that they have. Now, I think that the Ravens will win. Uh, when you have Lamar Jackson, that's, you know, he, he, he's going to tip the, the scales in your favor most weeks. Uh, I just think it's going to be closer than uh, than the spread would indicate. You made some excellent points, B. But you're wrong. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why you're wrong. Uh, no, I mean, look, great points. But I don't think I, I don't think our corners are that bad, right? I mean, you know, it's not looking good. But Ronald Darby, I mean, good corner. He just been he's just been hurt a lot. Okay, but assuming he goes into the game healthy, solid corner. Rakusin, solid corner. Right, gets a little dicey after that. But we got two very good safeties over top. Right, I know you and I discussed Kyle Hamilton. You don't believe his cover skills. I will refer back to that Florida State game where he went from one side of the field to the other side wow. of the field to get an interception. All right. I would ask you this: Who can't do that against Florida State? Uh, the answer is apparently L- LSU. LSU. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Hendo. I know he thought we were going a different direction with that. <laughs> um, no, I, I think. Um, Look, they put a lot in the secondary. Um, they better have it figured out. Mike McDonald, I'm not on the I'm not hundred percent on the Mike McDonald train, but he had a good year last year. This is gonna be the year. We'll see if he can put it together. But I think a good scheme will mask uh our deficiencies at cornerback. Also, I just don't think this wide receiver core is that great. There's 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 some solid wide receivers for sure, but I think we can match up fairly decently against them we can scheme fairly well against them the issue like you said this is what was most concerning to me is that death at d-line because if they get gassed that's going to be a huge problem Tyson's got a good old line right and i think they are going to run the ball a lot you have a first time head coach defensive minded head coach with a rookie quarterback i just don't think they're going to try to air it out too much they're going to run the ball they're going to be able to run the ball that could spell some problems for us depending on how the game goes and we got our first donation of the night shout out to anonymous says thank you as always brother man hey salute to you anonymous thank Thank you you so much really appreciate that if you want to be awesome like anonymous there are two ways you can do that one right below b dollar sign lbht show that's the cash app also the pin link that you see in the chat box will take you to our uh stream elements page both ways, leave your donation, leave your comment, and you get a nice little animation right here. Microphone Man will salute you, all right? That is how we do our Super Chats if you're new here, okay? I know you guys are looking for a Super Chat. That's how we do it right there, all right? That's a Super Duper Chat, all right? Uh, Rapid Assist LLC says, Texans O-line has one good player. That's Tunsil. Damn, okay. I think they have more than that. Um, but uh, we'll see. Okay, listen, we'll, we'll find out if that's the case. We then we better dominate, all right. Um, but I, I that, that's the one part that that kind of worries me a little bit. But but we should be getting it done on the offensive side. I think we put up a lot of points on that side of the ball, and they have a good defense, all right? They do, but like I said, Lamar's on a mission. We got 
I want to say all the weapons. People are kind of over overhyping the weapons that we have, but we have some. We have some some fairly legit weapons now. I, mm-hmm. I think that's Lamar. Lamar will will go wild with that. And if we're putting up points, like we should, I don't think, I don't think they're going to try to keep up with you know in passing. Not with a, a first time QB. They'll they'll try to run the ball and and run the clock out and try to keep it close, but. I don't think they're going to try to take too many chances. We can open up the score early, similar to what we did to the Jets last year, right? They didn't want to take too many chances with a, a first-time uh, QB, and the game just got away from them. I, I I can see that kind of game going on. And shout out to Coach for the five dollar donation. It says for Richard Wright and the home area love. Hey, salute to you, salute to you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, so um, yeah. What's your score prediction? So I, I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. I think it's going to be a close game. Uh, but it's tough to nail down what low-scoring means in the NFL in 2023. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to say 20-17. to 17. Oh, look who's here. I know football's back. Poon Agent is back. <laughs> <laughs> Poon Jen. I'm sorry, I said Agent. Poon Jen says... Uh, <laughs> Hi, my guys. Time to tr- time to troll my favorite Ravens channel. Oh, my bad. Carolina team to go Browns. Hey, thanks for coming back, man. Good to see you. Good to see you. Oh, we're gonna talk about your team later. We're gonna talk about your team. How are you? How are you feeling about your team this year? Let's a quick uh, record uh, prediction for the Browns. I'm just curious from a Browns fan. How do you feel about them? A lot of a lot of potential there. I'll say that. But you know, being a Browns fan. You know, you can't get your hopes too, too, too high. But I'm curious. Garnett says 1438 Ravens. Um, I think it's going to be closer to that, B. It's a weird way to put that. What? 14 to 38. Yes. Uh, yes. But no, I, I, I don't see them. I don't see the offense rolling like that in week one. Okay. Okay. Yes. You know, uh, Lamar, Odell, they didn't get out there and, and play any preseason. So that's understandable. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like they are, right? I, I, I know they didn't get out there in preseason. The timing could be off and everything. But I think they put in a lot of work together this offseason, right? I think they got, yeah, they got together a lot. You know, training camp is training camp. I feel like they put more work in outside of that. You saw, you saw him and Odell work out together. Zay Flowers, they got together. Um, they seem pretty close. I, I I think they're gonna be. Um, I think they're gonna be okay. So I expect a blowout. I don't care if it's a blowout or not. We just need to get a win. The one thing I do not want to see is an L, and that's a possibility as well, right? As mm-hmm. much as I think we can go out there and blow them out, it wouldn't surprise me if we dropped the ball. And that's not even to say that we're gonna be a bad team this year. But this is one of the issues that I have with John Harbaugh. One of the main issues I have with John Harbaugh is he doesn't get his team ready week in and week out. This is a game that we're expected to dominate. Well, what was it? 20 point it was a 20 point favorite that we're oh, expected to be? They're not 20 point favorites. Oh, okay. They, they were they were uh 10 I believe it was 10 point favorites last time. 10 point. I don't Sorry. Know. I don't know what it is now. 10 point. Uh, Garnet yeah. saying that they uh rolled out pretty hot the last 5 years. Yeah, that's that's fine, but you haven't been running a new offense the past five years. Who the Ravens? Yeah. We wait. Hold on. 
then we was that the first game, first week or second week, we lost to the Ravens, uh, uh, the Raiders. The Raiders, I believe that was week one. That was that was two years ago, right? Yeah, we were hot. We didn't start out hot that year. Yeah, sure. TCU was a twenty point favorite. I'm sorry. Yes, TCU was twenty point favorite. Speaking of, we're going to talk about that in the overtime show. You know, we don't talk a whole lot of college football, but it's Coach Prime, baby. We're going to talk a little Coach Prime in the overtime show. All right. So hey, uh, for that, Poonjan, how come if you have a winning season, you're not going to play all seventeen games? Ten or six or eight and nine. <laughs> I'm just curious. You, you, so I did you mean ten know. and seven or eleven and six? All right, I'll I'll give you that extra extra win. You're gonna say eleven to six. Well, no, no. Wait, okay. You think you're gonna have ten wins or eight wins? Mm-hmm. Man. Okay. All right. So. Possible playoffs or definitely no playoffs. Actually, that's fair, right? I I kind of I kind of agree with Poonjen. Not not on the ten and six because he played seventeen games now. I kind of agree with him because maybe Deshaun Watson can bring it back to form, or maybe you're screwed, right? Yeah. Is the is the eight and nine like depending on how many weeks it takes them to bench Deshaun for DTR? Is that what we're, we're doing? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. Yolanda, Yolanda says Tucker comes in clutch for us. 31-28 Ravens. Oh, okay. Nine and a half point uh, favorite. Coach says. Yes. Okay. All right. We got thirty-five seventeen Ravens. Uh, Jay. Jay says 20 to 17 with tuck game winning field goal to start off the season. I'll tell you what, uh, I wouldn't be happy with that either. I know I said we need to get a win. I would not be happy with that. I'll be happy that we won, but we would we, we would have a lot to discuss. I would have a lot happy. to say with that. Uh okay. Uh 2816 Rogue Pie says, D Weezy says 1728 Ravens. All right. Moscala, what's going on? Says 2817. Uh, Ravens, I'm assuming. Jeremy says 31-14. Manuel says 42-3. Okay. All right. And here goes Manuel the hate. Go big. Here goes the hate. Shook says 17-14 <laughs> Texans. Hate, 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 hate. Um, okay, look. Look. Um, here's what I want to see at, at this game. I want to see Lamar um Hot man, I, I want him. I want I want him and Odell to be on the same page early on. I want him to be on the same page with all the wide receivers. I know Bateman doesn't get talked about much, but I want Bateman to have a hot year too, right? Because he, I think he's the future of our wide receiver core. Um, but I, I want to see some good passing out there. We don't have to go out there and look like look like the Chiefs, but I want to see some flashes of that for sure. Okay. You don't need to go out there in week one and be a completely different team. You, you know what I want to see? Hmm. I want to see just like that year we went uh, 14 and 2, that week one when we played Miami. Because I wasn't even sure if we were going to win that game. I was like, ah, you know, that, that looks kind of tough. But we did it all out there ran the ball, passed the ball, did whatever, whatever we want. I want to see that. And then I want to see us build off of that in the following weeks. You know what I mean? I'm gonna uh, I think I'm gonna lower the expectations a little bit. 
I'm gonna say I want to see. You know, obviously you want to see the the you know Lamar be you know look sharp. You want to see him uh, on the same page with the receivers. You want to see Zay Flowers make some plays, right? Uh, kind of begin to cash in on that on that promise that everybody sees in him. You want to see Lam- uh, Odell be healthy and look like Odell. But I think the main thing that you want to see, because I, I do think they're going to struggle at least for for the early part of the game to put up points. But I, the the one thing I want to see is them be able to block for Lamar. Uh, you know, the, the Texans have a good D-line. You know, they just drafted Will Anderson uh, to go along with C.J. Stroud. They, they got their their cornerstones on both sides of the ball there. And I want to see that Ravens O-line be able to stand up and keep Lamar upright, keep him clean. Um, you know, it, it goes beyond just being on the same page with the wide receivers because, again, the, the O-line – the starting O line didn't yeah. give Zay his flowers. Yes, Jeremy Miller. The, uh, the starting O line didn't didn't go out there and, and get in get on the same page either, right? Uh, you know, John Simpson won the starting job, but wasn't playing with any of the other guys he's going to be starting with. Yeah. Uh, and you know, you're gonna, you know, and and hopefully some of their chemistry will cross over from last year with the with the other guys. Um, but again, I, I think it was a mistake for Baltimore to not play their starters at all and, and just look to get him in that rhythm before week one. Yeah. Warbone with the all caps <laughs> says, wow. what about the Ravens defense? Warbone, stop topping out all caps, bro. What's, what's, what what's about you question? show up on time? And we already talked about the Ravens. defense. <laughs> I think the defense will be okay. There's, there's definitely some question marks there. So um, the D line is our biggest concern. In fact, what's your biggest concern? Uh, single player, not the unit. Um, I, biggest, biggest concern, concern single yeah. player biggest concern oh just on the defense we're talking about yeah well, well okay what, whatever okay uh um um we'll do biggest concern and what's the opposite biggest uh um i guess high expectations highest okay. highest expectation uh and and biggest concern i mean One the, the, the highest expectation is always going to be lamar on this team Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna include him on this. I'm gonna say highest expectations. I think it's gonna I think it's got to be Rashad Bateman because I was gonna say Zay Flowers and I was like it's not fair to say that about a rookie in his first game. And I was gonna say Odell, but I'm like we already know who Odell is and what Odell does. But Rashad Bateman got real upset when people told him what he's done his last two years. So maybe uh, maybe the biggest expectations are. Uh, on Rashad Bateman to come out and and play well and prove uh, his GM wrong on, in what he said about that wide receiver room. You know, what? I concern, huh? I was like, I agree with that because because you know Odell's coming off an of injury, he might take a little time to ramp it up. Zay Flowers is a rookie, mm-hmm. right? I know Bateman came off a little injury, but like I said, he did a lot of talking. But I think he's really good, and I think he can deliver. So yeah. Biggest expectations. Um, yeah, J.K. Dobbins, I agree with that too, Jeremy. Uh, biggest concern? Oh, Warbone found the caps lock button halfway through his statement. That's nice. Uh, <laughs> biggest concern is definitely, definitely uh, <laughs> the O and O Express. Uh, that's Owe and Ojabo. If I have to pick one, I'm picking Ojabo because we saw Owe regress last year, and you know nobody is really expecting a whole lot 
out of OA at this point. You know, if you get if he gets back to his rookie year form, that's that's a surprise and that's great. That's a bonus. Uh, but Ojabo, Ravens fans have been talking. Uh, they've been talking about Ojabo like he rookie year OA, mm-hmm. right? They've been talking him up because uh, of those because of those five plays he had at the end of last season, right? And then you come in the preseason, and you didn't really see much out of Ojabo. Um, you know, I was never really high on on Ajabo. I think that the reality is for well, to me, uh, Ravens fans should be expecting more out of Owe than Ajabo, um, because Owe does have he has the athletic ability. Uh, you know, he showed that playmaking ability in his rookie year, and things just didn't go well at all on any front in his second season. And I think he'll be able to kind of course correct in his third year. I don't really expect a whole lot out of a job. Okay. Well, I'm going to tell you my high expectation. All right. Mr. OTR Mike in his return to the screen. Okay. I expect big things. What's going on, Mikey? (laughs) What up? What up? What's good, y'all? What's good, man? How you doing? Yeah, I left the door open again. So I just came through, see what was up, see if y'all had some sandwiches or anything. In the refrigerator, Ray, Ray, the kitchen, man, Ray, the fridge. See what you see, what you find. <laughs> came through, man. See what y'all got going on here. Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay. So thoughts on the game? How you feel about this game? Man, I just want to see them clicking, man. I, I'm, I'm excited to see the offense. Um, obviously, excited to see Lamar. We didn't get to see much of him this summer, so I'm excited to see him beyond this summer. We haven't seen it. He said it today. Um, you know, he hasn't played in a long time, right? So, you know, I'm excited to see that. I'm, I'm excited to see OBJ. He hasn't played in a long time either, a long, long time. Um, so, you know, I just want to see – I expect some some sloppiness, but, you know, I just uh, – hopefully, and I think I heard you say it before, you know, when they play Miami and, and you know, uh, Hollywood, you know, beat them deep about two, three times that game and they came out – clicking you know that would be wonderful to see something like that you know what i mean um but i expect a little bit of rust a little bit of sloppiness but hopefully man they get it together and it's not one of those ugly games one of those games we can enjoy in a good old-fashioned you know what whipping okay okay yeah rtv says not high on rock very high on likely yeah and jeremy is saying saying kind of the opposite saying he's decided to see mark andrews now you know how much is he gonna play I don't know. He just started practicing today. Um, there's some some nagging injury. We'll see if he'll be ready to go Sunday. If not, uh, I think we're going to get a good look at likely. I think any games where Mark Andrews is a little banged up, you might get a high dose of Isaiah likely because I'm starting to buy into B's theory that maybe they're going to give him every chance to show that he can be the replacement for Mark Andrews. Right. Um they got some bills to pay coming up here, okay? You know, you know, you got they got some, you know, they, they're on credit for a little bit, and now they got to make that first payment with some interest, okay? That that zero percent interest is running out, and they're like, look, man, we might have to, <laughs> we might have to pin some pennies around here, and if Isaiah likely can show that he can be that guy, right, close to that guy, Mark Andrews could be up out of here. Okay, so that's something to look. That's something to look for for sure. We'll see how much uh, usage he gets. Um, to answer the question, uh, biggest concern. 
I, it's got to be, it's got to be John Simpson for me. Mm-hmm. It's got to be John Simpson, only because we haven't seen him start here. Okay, uh, see him starting the preseason. Looks solid. He won the, the the job. Can he hold up? All right. Um, I don't really have much concern across the rest of the old line except right tackle. Uh, but John Simpson, my biggest concern. Highest expectation. Lamar's the easy one. Yes, Lamar's always going to be the ones you have. You put the highest expectations on because you expect them to win. But I'm putting the highest expectation on Roquan Smith because of the things that we said, right? Because cornerbacks, they're going to get challenged a little bit. D-line, we're a little thin there. I'm looking at the $100 million man to go out there and make plays, all right? Like, this, these are the games where you got to go out there. You got to set the tone, force turnovers, whatnot, you know, Get get Patrick Queen in the right spots to help you force turnovers. So Roquan Smith, I had the highest expectations for in this game. And I do want to, uh, before we move on, just mention that uh, those donations from from Coach and Anonymous have them in uh, first and second in the loyalty points because we did reset the loyalty points. It is September now. Uh, Ferris came through and won <laughs> last last uh, last month. Uh, and we're going to have the, the drawing for our $25 Amazon gift card later tonight. Uh, but, yeah, we are back to zero. Okay, uh, yes. There's, the, there are new loyalty points. I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, there are new people or people that have been gone for a while. We do a loyalty point thing now, right? Mm-hmm. So there's two prizes that, that that we give away every month. One to the person with the most loyalty points. You know, And if you this sounds familiar, we got it from Coach Evans from Sip to Tally, right? He does something uh, or we do something similar to him. So the person with the most points gets a prize. Also, anybody that gets a thousand points or more gets entered into our drawing. So even if you don't get the highest amount of points, you're still eligible for a prize. $25 gift card, Amazon gift card. All right. So um, how do you get points? There are various ways. Uh, Being in the chat like you guys are right now. Okay, type it in the chat. Just watching the show, right? I think watching the show gets you points as well. Yes. Um, answering our uh, trivia questions, which we'll do later on in the show. Uh, submitting questions, and we read your question on air. That will get you points. Um, donations, donations get you points. Okay. Uh, what else am I missing? Oh, signing up to our our newsletter that we haven't started putting out yet. But you go to lbhtshow.com. Uh, you'll get a little pop-up uh, prompting you to put your email in there to sign up for our newsletter. That gets you a thousand points right away. And if you haven't subscribed to the channel, subscribing gets you points. All right, uh, Jeremy, you did not miss the community uh, post for questions. I thought that I posted it, but I did not. So what I'm going to end up doing now is just give 200 points to everybody who's here right now. Uh, because you didn't have the opportunities to submit the the question via mm-hmm. the community post. Uh, but we did get some questions through our Discord server, uh, so we'll still have the uh, submitted questions portion. Just unfortunately, uh, due to some unforeseen circumstances, that post did not make it onto YouTube. The unforeseen circumstances, of course, being that I forgot. Now, uh, Warbone wants to know, are we going to talk about other week one games? Warbone, we are heavy on Ravens and Panthers. I'm a Ravens fan. B's a Panthers fan. So those are the two main games that we cover 
in depth, but we are going to make our picks for the other week one game. So we'll discuss them a little bit. Okay. Also, um, the season starts tomorrow night. You may or may not see us uh, post game discussing the game. All right. So be sure to check that out. Um, there's some other comments I wanted to read in there. Okay. Uh, some other, other people had some concerns and, and, and expectations. Garnett says my biggest concerns is pass rush getting home. If you can't know Garnett single player, Who's your single single person concern? Okay, I'll read it though. He says if you can't get home against a, a bruised and battered line, then it's going to be rough down the stretch. Okay, all right. Um, you're supposed to do man. Follow the follow the rules. <laughs> Blunt Otter says biggest concern isn't Ronnie Stanley's health. No, no, I'm, I'm not. I'm not worried about that. He held up pretty well last year. Um, missing a little time in the offseason that doesn't really concern me. Um. But, you know, something to monitor. Anytime somebody's hurt, something to monitor. Um, what else? All right, that's that's it for now. Panthers time. Let's go, Panthers. I saw I saw somebody in the chat earlier. Just uh, he was he was anxious to talk Panthers. He didn't want to hear about any Ravens. All right. Here we go. Here's your Panthers fix. Panthers versus Falcons. Panthers. This is huge for them. B. Yep. It's huge for the Falcons, too. Mm-hmm. This is game one. Um getting a win in division early on, especially in a weaker division, right? If we're being honest, it's a weak division. Is it a weak year. division or it's like the SEC and they just beat up on each other? <laughs> I'll let y'all be the judge. Not this year, LSU. Um, oh, that was an out, out of conference game. So. Oh, no. <laughs> this is big. So... B, uh, how do you feel about it? Well, I, I guess I'll, I'll go first. I, I think um, I, I think the Panthers are going to win the division. I don't believe in Desmond Ritter. I, I think the the Falcons have a lot of talent on there, but as you know, when you have a lot of talent, and you don't have a quarterback. That can take you a whole lot of nowhere. Oh, yeah. you mean like Carolina last yes. year? Yeah. 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 There, there's still now. There's a lot of questions. On Carolina, right? A lot of un- unknowns, I should say. Okay, your secondary, mm-hmm. um, your O line, even though there shouldn't be. I, I thought this is going to be one of the better O lines going into the year until preseason came around. And your wide receiver core. Okay, Adam Thielen is older, right? Declining a little bit. I don't think he's fallen off uh, just yet, but he is declining. DJ Chark, you know, the two or three games he plays, he looks. You know, pretty good, but he doesn't play that much. And you got r- rookie and Jonathan Mingo, so there's some concerns there, right? There's some question marks there, I should say. And you got a rookie yeah. quarterback, obviously. And all all of their receivers essentially were on the uh, the injury report this week, so it's not great. Um, like you said, the the Falcons have a lot of playmakers, a lot of explosiveness on offense. They've got Drake London, they've got Kyle Pitts, they've got Cordero Patterson. They got Tyler Algier, and they just drafted B. John Robinson. Uh, the thing that could derail them again, like you said, is, is Desmond Ritter. I, I would expect the the Falcons' offensive coordinator to try and, and get the ball in those guys' hands, you know, with with short and safe throws, uh, and not really put a lot of pressure on, on Ritter to to make plays and win the game. Because the reality is, I I'm not sure that the Panthers' defense can hold up against those guys, uh, even if they they want to just go. 1935 
you know, and, and, and say, we're going to give each one of our three running backs 15 to 20 carries, you know, I, I it's, I'm not sure how well Carolina's defense would hold up. Um, and I don't think they're in a position to really, uh, where we can expect them to go out and score a lot of points. The way the O-line looked in the preseason, they're not going to be able to pass the ball a lot and pass the ball effectively. They they could not protect Bryce Young. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and if they have to turn to the run game, it could end up being a, a, a lower scoring, you know, kind of kind of game. Um, I think that, you know, the receivers, like I said, they're all banged up. And Adam Thielen, his numbers have, have you know, taken a nosedive over the last year. Uh, DJ Chark, I think he's kind of he's just a guy when he's when he's healthy. He's not a bad receiver, but he's not no, no. special. Uh, and then, you know, don't know really what you're going to get from Jonathan Mingo. Don't know what you're going to get from Terrace Marshall, uh, who people have been kind of expecting a, a, a bit of a breakout, but he's missed uh, several weeks with a, a back injury. Uh, so don't know what you're going to expect from him. Um, so offensively, I just I don't think that they'll have it together at this point. Uh, you know, hopefully the the O line troubles don't translate into the regular season, but at this point, I kind of have to assume that they will until they until they show otherwise, right? Uh, <laughs> What's up, Level Legend? He said, "Mad I'm dealing. <laughs> I don't know why you, why you gotta be like that, Legend. Uh, <laughs> but the, again, the, the the saving grace for Carolina could be Desmond Ritter. And Desmond Ritter just not being able to get the ball to the playmakers. Desmond Ritter making mistakes. But if he is anything approaching a competent quarterback, it it, it could potentially get ugly for Carolina. Yeah. Now, I think that Desmond Ritter is not a competent quarterback. And I think that the Panthers will be able to lean on Miles Sanders. And I think that Bryce Young showed enough ability that they will be able to outscore Atlanta and get the win. Um, that's just, again, unless Desmond Ritter has actually learned how to play football Yeah, on the NFL level. Mikey, what's, what's your take on, on this game? I, I mean, I'm not buying anything with the Falcons just yet. I mean, I, I think, I think Carolina, um, I think they're well coached. Um, I think obviously, uh, veteran coaches don't show they don't show much in the preseason. I think he's going to unleash the young man. I think we're going to see. Um, remember, I, I don't want to put this type of pressure on the kid, but I guess I'm about to do it. So remember LeBron's rookie season, right? And remember preseason, he looked like everybody was like, mm, yeah, this kid ain't got all the hype. And then game one, he came out and he dropped like 28 and he was balling. <laughs> And it was just like, oh, okay, this is the kid that they were talking about. I think we're going to see that out of Bryce. I think we're going to see Bryce. Um, I think he's going to shine. Atlanta, uh, defensively, all, even though I guess they're okay, but they, I, there's nothing about them that scares me. So um, I expect the Panthers to win and put a little bit of pressure on, on B and his team. But I, I, I expect the Panthers to win, and I think they'll win easily, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, Warbone keeps harping on the O line, thinking that um, Bryce Young is the first rookie quarterback to play with a bad O line. He thinks he doesn't; he's not gonna uh, make it through the season. He'll be fine. First of all, I think the the talk about the O line is 
a, a little exaggerated. Like, yes, they, they look bad in preseason. They did. Regular season is different. I think a lot of things that you saw in the preseason not won't show up on the field. Like you, you might see some of that, but I think they're going to they're going to fix a lot of that stuff uh, going into this game. They're not going to look the same. I, I I don't think they have a bad O line overall. They they look bad in preseason, but I think they're going to prove to be one of the better O lines uh, by the end of the season. Yeah, the, the concern is really one guy. It's really just Iquano. Iquano. Yeah, and that's uh, going to be my player that, you know, the, my biggest concern you know, is they, Iquana. They, you know, the, the interior, they didn't have their starting right guard. I mean, he, he's still out, Austin Corbett. He had torn his ACL. Uh, but they're going to be, it looks like, starting Chandler Zavala. And he had missed a lot of time in the in the offseason. So he wasn't there for a couple of those games as well. Uh, so I, I think they'll be fine on the interior. Uh, it's just whether or not Iquana can wake up and, and uh, keep some, some edge rushes in front of him. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, I think that's that's our biggest concern is Iquanu. Uh Highest expectation. Who you have a highest expectation for in this game? You know, um, <clears throat> it's going to have to be Miles Sanders uh, because he, he is, you know, the, the not the only veteran on the offense, but, you know, Adam Thielen is veteran veteran. Like he's old. Uh, Miles Sanders is right there in the prime of his career. He's a 1,200 yard back last season, and I think they're going to have to look to him to carry the offense a bit. Uh, I think he can do it, uh, but that's what I'm expecting from him. So I'm going to put him in that spot and say that's that's you know where I'm expecting the most. Um, biggest concern for me is going to be not because of this player's ability, but it's going to be J.C. Horn. Oh, uh, okay. And okay. it's going to be J.C. Horn because I think that Drake London is very underrated and he's going to have to step up and really hold down Drake London. Um, and and I don't want to say that he needs to erase him from the game because I don't, you know, that's not, that's really not a thing. I mean, it, it happens occasionally, but he can't let Drake London get the better of him all day. Where Where's the mad chatter? I saw you mad chatter we root panthers for real that's what you said earlier where are you <laughs> right the minute we start breaking down your team you go running you leave jay in the chat by himself show up let's go let's go panthers nation okay pause up right and that what y'all say <laughs> uh as soon look as soon as we start you start breaking it down all of a sudden it's like oh i gotta you know gotta got something on the on, on the on the stove we gotta go check on that listen listen J.C. Horn cannot be your biggest concern because when we said, when we did a video saying J.C. Horn was the wrong pick for the Panthers, oh, we got we got roasty toasted in, in the comments, right? So he better not be a concern. You better, he better lock it down. And speaking of Jay, what's up, Jay? He says uh, Bryce is going over 400 yards on the Falcons. That's what I'm talking about. Jay, I actually agree with you, man. I think, I think, um, no, nah, I don't agree with you. I don't agree with you. 400, <laughs> I think he's gonna go over 300. I think he's gonna go a little over 300. I That'd think there's gonna be nice. a lot. Of, I don't think he's gonna have the attempts to do that. I think there's gonna be a lot of, um, a, a lot of short passes, you know, um, drop downs, things like that, that are, um, that will get him there. And he's very accurate on his um, uh, on his 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 you know 
mid range and and I say mid range, you know, mid passes and 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 uh, yeah. downfield. So he, he is, but the the Falcons have uh, some talent in that secondary too. They do. Uh, they they have AJ Terrell. They just signed Jesse Bates out of Cincinnati. So you know, similar to what we talked about with, with CJ Stroud in, in Houston, I don't think they're going to want him testing downfield. And and the reality is, who are you going to test downfield with? Yeah. Right. Uh, like I said, all all the receivers are hurt right now. Um, yeah, I was just reading on Twitter. Uh, I believe it was Josh Norris saying if he sees LaVisca Chenault lining up on the outside and running deep, he's going to throw up. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think, I think that they're they're in a rough spot going into this game, and I, I don't think he's going to get enough attempts to, to go over 300 yards. I think they really are going to be leaning heavily on Miles. I think you're going to see an awakening of LaVisca Chenault be. All right. Yes. Yes. Um, Mikey, who who are your who, who's your biggest concern and highest expectation? Highest expectation is my man JC Horn. Y'all know, y'all know I like JC. That's, that's, that's right. my guy. Um, so I basically the same reasons um, that B said. Just just flipped a little. I, I think he has to uh, impact the game um, to make it harder on on Ritter as much as he can. Right? We already we're not expect, expecting much out of Ritter. But if you take away one of his safety blankets in his show last year, especially when they came and played Baltimore, that London was, you know, his safety blanket, right? So um, he's got he's got to take that away as much as he can. Um, let's see. On the other side, Hayden, Mr. Hurst, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Hayden Hurst, okay. Just because, well, I guess it could be. This could be expectations too, um, because I, look, he needs to show up too, right? To to be, I mean, obviously, a, a tight end is is a, a rookie, young quarterback's best friend, right? So he's got to he's got to show his worth. He got a nice, sizable contract, so he's got to show his worth there to help uh, help the young boy out. I, he wasn't I just, best friends with Lamar. <laughs> well, this, this is true. <laughs> the guy that went after him was, but uh, you know, so I, 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 he needs to be there for the young boy. I'll say that. Okay, he's a man. I, I know that he's not like, oh, but he's a man. Like, <laughs> well, you know what I mean. The young man. I actually, I actually picking Hayden Hurst as my highest expectation. He's going to be the safe. He needs to be the safety blanket, right? Usually, tight ends are your safety blanket for young quarterbacks, right? Um, he's he's got a lot of experience. Okay, he's he's played in, in some big games, and I don't think he's going to be great, but I think he can be really good against the Falcons. I think they're going. I think this coaching staff is going to um, scheme him open a lot of times and you're going to see I think you're going to see a good game from Hayden Hurst I think he's going to come well, through well one thing that we haven't mentioned yet is it it is in fact the Hayden Hurst revenge game right that's right former Atlanta Falcon yes uh, yes jettisoned after one year despite the fact that they traded a second round pick for him well I'm so, glad you brought that up because the person they jettisoned him for uh Kyle Pitts there's some rumors going on that you know maybe 
this coaching staff, this new regime, does isn't really feeling him like that. You know, they're saying maybe he won't get the targets that you're expecting. I'm hoping that's not the case because I drafted him in one of my my fantasy football leagues. So I'm hoping that's not the case because I traded for him from you in one of our other leagues. You but did. Listen, <laughs> yeah, I, I love that report from the Falcons beat writer, and and it was no, it wasn't a report. It was his opinion. Uh, yes, it was his that, opinion. Yes, that Kyle Pitts may not, you know, he may finish like fourth on the team in targets. That better not happen. And if that happens, you better fire everybody. It's ridiculous. He, he better not finish third. Look, I, I'll, I'll, I'll give you second. You know, maybe if you want to throw the ball to Drake London more, but no lower than that. Like for what? For who? For what? He was picked what? He was picked he uh, was top five, fourth, right? Yeah. Fourth, I believe. Fourth overall. Had a thousand yards as a rookie, and now we're talking about oh, let him block. Yeah. Can, yeah. can I can I say something that's very unpopular? Mm-hmm. I'm not real big on on Pitts, and maybe it's because of his situation. I mean, yeah, you know, his quarterback who's throwing him the rock, but he seems a little bit of a, I guess, tweener. To me, as far as like his position, right? He, I mean, he's like in between a, a tight end and, and a wide receiver, kind right. of. So right. uh, when we put him at tight, when we, you know, obviously that's when he was drafted as a tight end. There are other expectations there, like to block and to do other things, and I think he missing he's missing that aspect of his game. Um, I don't know. I just I just don't see him, or haven't quite seen him yet, like. I guess dominating the game or or staking his claim in a game, making himself a weapon to where, you know, they have to watch him and take him out of the game. You know that type that type of playmaking uh, player at that position. I haven't seen it yet, but it could it could be it could be who's who's throwing in the rock. So I will you know I will give that that caveat to that. But it's I'm I'm not I'm not really really sold on him yet. Yeah, and, four, and four is high to draft tight end at four. Like, it's extremely high. So if they're thinking anything other than using this man as a target, that's a yeah, major problem. Yeah, they bugging. <laughs> that's that's a that's a major problem. Morbon, I see you talking a lot of trash in the chat. Um, I just want you to know, man. Um, we have not forgotten the gibberish you've been talking. All right. Uh, for for those of you who don't know, Warbone is a Dallas Cowboys fan, and I had to write it down because we said if he if 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 Dak Prescott does these numbers, we'll get we'll let him get something off of our store. Okay, uh, Warbone is predicting for Dak this year. Forty five hundred passing yards, he can do that. Forty two touchdowns, I think Dak can do that. I'm high on Dak actually, but only nine interceptions. Uh um <laughs> Warbone, that ain't happening. You better hope he doesn't throw four this this coming Sunday. You talking a lot of trash. You talking about how how um Bryce Young's gonna get hurt. Your man has missed a season, all right? Or a big chunk of the season. Yeah, your man's already been hurt yeah. with a good O line. So, so careful, so careful what you, you say. Are you holding him to the interceptions? Like if he's if he's, yes, that's the main nine. thing. So he'll get something if he's under nine interceptions. 
Yes. No, it's just well, the no. entire sideline. Yeah, the entire uh, sideline. Yeah, but okay. I'm not. I'm not sweating because his boy Dak led the league in interceptions and only played 12 games. So yeah. I don't think he'll be as bad as last year. It is. But that nine interceptions—that's a big part of it. Um. So all right, you know, we 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 talking big. We'll we'll see how they do this year. All right. Uh, and we'll get to that. We're we're gonna make our picks here in a minute. But um, score prediction. I say Panthers. 21, Falcons 17. Yeah, I'm, I'm going similar. I'm going to say 23, 23-17, Carolina. All right. Mikey? 24-14, 20, 24-14. Nice. Okay. All right. I think I think they went easy. Okay. Easy. All right. The Bryce, the Bryce man, it's, it's Bryce time, man. All right. Hendo says 27-13. All right. All right. Yeah. Hendo Hendo's with it. He with it. All right. Do we want to do we want to do our predictions now? Well, I mean, I think we we save that for later. We've got uh we can talk of uh Bosa's contract. Well, okay, before we get into that, first of all, all right, we got over 50 people in here. Make sure you hit that like button. If you're new, hit that subscribe button. All right. Uh, I want to take this minute to to advertise our Patreon. Okay. You see it right under Mikey. Patreon.com slash LBHT show. Uh, you heard me mention the overtime show earlier. That is where you can find it. Okay. And what are we talking about? But the, the, the overtime show, we have a lot of fun. Talk a little bonus stuff. You know, it's not always uh, just sports. It's sports entertainment. And tonight we are going to be talking some coach prime you don't usually hear us talk a lot of college sports on the main show uh unless it's something big going on uh but uh deon sanders got a huge win this uh this past weekend and we just want to talk about how that's going to affect um former former uh coach former players you know turning coaching turning coach in the college college world and um you know is he opening the door for other players like him to step in there and you know is that a good thing or a bad thing because some people think it's a bad thing we're going to discuss all that also there's a little scandal going on with rotten tomatoes did you hear about this mikey oh we're gonna talk about that as well and and little is the operative word i thought it was a big deal and then i saw how much these people were paying and i was like "Mm." (laughs) <laughs> we'll discuss that we're going to discuss that all right uh patreon.com slash lbht show is where you can find it all right uh we got tiers from as little as five dollars all the way up to sixty dollars all right so uh whatever level you want to support you get different perks for that we'll break that down later on in the show all right but just keep that in the back of your mind now you talk about nick bosa holding out we did not mention brian burns sitting out Right, he sat out. He decided, all right, I'll show up and play. I thought he should. I thought he should have stayed and got his money, but now Bosa is saying the same thing. You know, um, I want a new contract. Oh, he, he got his contract. He got his contract. Yeah, uh, it was five years, hundred and seventy million with hundred and twenty-two and a half guaranteed. So he's hitting thirty-four a year, uh, surpassing Aaron Donald, who was at I believe thirty-one and a half. Uh, and now, you know, so he's going to be coming back in. He's going to be playing. Obviously, there was a lot of worry about him holding out. 
uh, and, and, and missing games. But ultimately, you know, they they woke up and paid the reigning defensive player of the year as they as they should have. And now, yep. you know, in Carolina, they've had a similar situation with a 25-year-old edge rusher who had been kind of holding in. You know, he was with the team, but he wasn't practicing. And, you know, there was some question whether or not he was going to play. He did return to practice today. So it looks like he he's going to be good to go for Sunday. Uh, but they are still looking to get a long-term deal done with Brian Burns. It looks like he's asking for 28 to 30 million somewhere in there. And the team is, you know, closer to the 23 uh, area uh, from, from what I've seen. And I think it's, it's tough for Carolina because you've got to pay him what he asked for at this point. Like you, you had the opportunity to trade him for two first round picks yeah. and you said no. And now you basically got to give him what he wants. Like I understand not wanting to pay him 28 million that, He's not worth that if you look at what the you know the edge rusher contracts around the league. Uh, that's that's twice what Matt Judon and and uh, and Hassan Reddick are getting, and they've been more productive than Brian Burns. But nobody offered two first round picks and had their team say no for those exactly. guys. Exactly. Exactly. Right? So at this point, I don't know what Carolina is thinking, like how they think this is going to go down. But you better give him his money and make sure he's suiting up for that Atlanta game. Yeah. And happy. Jeremy, I'll read this from Jeremy. Jeremy says, uh, a racist player got 175 million. Uh, I hate to break it to you, Jeremy. In this country, being a racist is very lucrative. Yeah. <laughs> and yes, yes, I agree. I agree with you though. Listen, they lost already, right? They they lost their uh, their leverage. Okay. Uh, when they were offered two first round picks, like you said, they turned it down. There's nowhere to go from here. All right. Yeah. Um, oh, am I frozen on your end? I think I'm frozen. Let me close this yeah. real quick. All right. Um, there's nowhere to go. You can you can go back and be like, ah, oh, well, you know, we're we're not we're, we're not really gonna pay you because um, there's no scenario where you're gonna get what you were offered before. At this point, you could try to trade them. Nobody's gonna give you two first round picks. No. All right. Um, you can tag them. Nobody's going to give you uh, two first round picks. If you tag him. You're just going to be spend a year tagging him. Um, that's it, man. Uh, you're going to have to, whatever he's looking for, you, you lost that. And you just, you know, and like you said, you're paying for his prime years. So mm -hmm. you already decided he was worth it. So just cough up the money. Yeah. Both of that. I mean, how does this affect that, though? I mean, it, does he hold out for that type of contract, or do you think he knows he ain't getting that? Uh, he's not going to – he knows he's not going to get what Bosa's getting. I mean, Bosa's the defensive player of the year. Bosa's just a much better player than him. But I think, you know, there there was a part of him that was probably waiting for that to put mm -hmm. the to put the ceiling on it, and you're like, okay, well, I'll, I'll allow you to back up a couple million, mm -hmm. and, uh, and then and, and we'll get our deal done there. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't think he's expecting, you know, to get the 34 million a, a year that that's going to be more what Chris Jones is looking for. I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and, you know, he deserves that as well. He's, he's been one of the top defensive players in the league for a long time. Burns, you know, I, I think that while he's not, he hasn't produced to the level that would, would have you say, man, I'll give this guy 28 million a year. He's 25. He's ascending. 
You expect him to get even better. He had 12 and a half sacks last year. You expect him to be better than that in the future. So, you know, it's not even a, a being held hostage situation and, and the team's getting screwed or anything like that. I mean, you know, you have to pay to keep that kind of talent around. Uh, and if you didn't want to pay to keep it around, you should have traded him for, for two first round picks. And then, you know, maybe you'd still have DJ Moore or Christian McCaffrey, but you know, whatever, that's not, that's neither here nor there, I guess. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he's, he's going to get what he's looking for. It's just not going to be uh, the Bosa deal. Well, no, nobody cringed more than the Kansas city front front office when they seen that, <laughs> that deal come across. <laughs> right. Chris, Chris Jones is licking his chops. Yes, he is a happy man right now. <laughs> <laughs> now, now they're doing the old thing because you know they play tomorrow, uh, and and Travis Kelsey hyperextended his knee. You know he's questionable for the game. We'll see if he can go. Uh, obviously, Chris Jones probably not playing at this point, uh, and so they're they're going to do that all. Uh, if we can beat Detroit without you, what does that say? Right. You know, maybe uh, maybe lower that number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Detroit of all people, right? That's right. Ranked um what was he what, what are they ranked on coaches power rankings? Like 30 31st, I believe. 30 yeah. or 31st. Pretty low. Pretty low. Um all right. We want we got anything else on that? Do we want to um not on that, um, but I think we do go ahead and roll right into the submitted questions for the week. All right, let's do it. Gotta get a, like a submitted question jingle. Yeah, we gotta work on a couple of things. All right, submitted question number one. Wait, where? Oh, there they are. Okay. Wait, no. What is this? Do you have it? Man, I, I scrolled so far down. I was looking at backgrounds, and then I was looking at I was like, why is there airplane Karen? Uh, I, I got it now. <laughs> Submitted question number one from Bazel. Bazel coming back for his title. How much do you re-sign Burns for, or do you trade him? Uh, we kind of just went over that. I think that he is going to get that 28 to 30 a year uh, in Carolina. They, they they can't trade him at this point. If I'm him, if I'm him that's, I mean, I'm not accepting anything less than that. Yeah. You're bad. You should have traded me. Yeah. They they really should have. Uh, but they didn't. So, yeah, you got to pay him, and you're going to pay him what he wants. Yeah. And I think it'll be in that 28 to 30 range. Yep. What do you think, Mikey? If I'm – well, if it's what I want, then I'm asking for a- – <laughs> We're both a guy. I'm asking for we're both a guy if that's if that's the case. I mean, um you know how it goes, man. When these when these contracts are reset, the market is reset. You know, that's what you're shooting for. Now I'm sure, you know, as you said earlier, B it can be walked down a a, a smidge, but yeah. Um I'm 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 shooting for the for the 30, oh yeah, you 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 ask right. you ask for thirty four and a half to begin with, and then you settle at thirty. Yeah, so we, yeah. we we gotta we gotta settle there somewhere at 30, 30. Maybe we we said what Aaron Donald is getting what thirty one. Yeah, I believe so. So it's got to be that. I want thirty two. Yeah, but you but you absolutely ask for for thirty four and a half to begin with because this is the GM that traded a second round pick for Sam Darwin. You don't know. 
Maybe he'll say yes. <laughs> Maybe he'll say yes. This conversation always comes up. We no, no matter how many times you make this point, it always comes up, right? He's going to say, I want the Bosa deal. People are going to say, you're not Nick Bosa. They can't get Nick Bosa. Yeah. Right? And they turn down two first round picks so they're saying he's our nick bosa mm-hmm. right so you're gonna have to pay him because you can't get anybody comparable that's what you're saying yeah all right i mean you could yeah, they're, they're, they're looking them. they're looking real ravenish i mean they got justin houston on the other side yeah so they yeah. had they had they had us on ready they could have just they could have just kept him but yeah they could have but they said they no thank not. you yeah yeah. Submit a question numero dos uh, from our guy Buck. Two part, not really a two part question, but final stat lines for Lamar and Bryce Young for the season. Uh, I'll go ahead and say for for Bryce, I'm gonna say he finishes with. I'm gonna say 3,700 yards, uh, 25 touchdowns, and I'm gonna give him 13 interceptions. Uh, wait. For for Lamar, you said for for Bryce, you said how many? He, yards? he wants to know for Lamar and Bryce. I'm saying for Bryce, 3,700 yards, about 25 touchdowns, 13 interceptions for the season. And you want me to do Lamar? Yeah, y'all, all the Ravens fans. I don't care what Lamar. Let's see. What a Warbone put. Uh, 4,500 <laughs> yards, 42 touchdowns, nine interceptions. Um, <laughs> I think Lamar will go over 4,000 yards this year. I think he will have. Uh, about I, I, probably like 32 to 35 passing touchdowns. Um, I think he'll ha- he'll have a, he'll ha- he's going to throw more. So I'm gonna say about 10 to 13 interceptions. And on the rushing side, uh, it's going to be under a thousand. It, it better be under a thousand. Uh, I'm gonna say about six to seven hundred yards rushing, and another. Eight rushing touchdowns. He's going to add. Yeah. Well, well, are you under the impression that thirty-seven hundred yards is a lot? <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Or, well, man, uh, I hope you stick around this season because um, <laughs> I, I, I hope you stick around and um, don't get ghosts like some people. A lot of people come through here talking trash, and then when it's time to settle up, we'll find you, have, bro. We'll find. We'll fi- you. We will find you. <laughs> we'll find you. Look, I'm going to say Lamar's stat line is MVP. Yeah. I don't have numbers, but he's going to win the MVP this year. It's going to be enough to win the MVP, and it's not going to be one of those, oh, this person should get it too. It's that close of a deal. I think he's going to win it outright again. What up, Chris? Chris, what up? What's up, Chris? Um. He think he thinks uh, thirty seven hundred yards for a rookie is is too much to ask for. Watch more than Dallas Cowboys uh, games, please, please. Okay, uh, that's not too much to ask for with seventeen games now. Yeah, you know. But all right, that's the main question. Is that all of them? Oh, we got one more. Uh, let's see, where is it? I'm on the wrong tab. Submit a question number three from Ferris. What are your guys' thoughts on the Ravens' historical QB room? For those that don't know, every quarterback on the Ravens roster is black. Their quarterback coach, T. Martin, is black. And their assistant quarterback coach, 
uh, I believe it's Kerry Dixon, I think his name is, is also black. Uh, it looks like the first time in league history. Um, yeah, I mean, that's good. I'm not going to say that's great because this should, I mean, the league is 70% black. This should have happened a long time ago. But, you know, good for them. Yeah, I mean, I find it odd that we, it's, behind it is like, we think it's the first time. Like, we, we can't find this information. <laughs> I don't understand why we can't confirm this. Like, we can't find this information. Um, I think it's a great thing, but like I'm with you, Zay. I mean, it shouldn't be the first time in, in 2023. This should not be the first time that we see that. It should not. Um, but, you know, it's a good thing. It's, it's a, you know, I like it. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a thing that I don't think is, is talked about enough. Uh, you know of the Ravens organization, and and you know rightfully so they they caught a lot of they caught a lot of strays, haymakers, all of the above over the last two years, two mm-hmm. two and a half years, especially with the contract situation, uh, that wide receiver room that we we looked at last year, uh, you know a lot of things were questionable, uh, in in, but that you know I, I don't think they they get enough credit for that, but on the backside of that I'm with you say it. Shouldn't have been the first time. Not this late in the game. No, twenty twenty three. No. So I mean, not you know, put it as Black History fact. No, I mean we mentioned it. But that's you know that's it, that's kind of pitiful. Yeah, and a very, no, and a very pitiful. Uh, Raven Ron, what's going on? Salute to you. Says what up, LBHT? Up, Ravens forty, Texans three. Okay, mm. I like it. I like it. All right. All right. Those are the, all the questions. Those are all the questions. And just for Roar Bones benefit, uh, a rookie has thrown for over 3,700 yards. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times with six of those coming since 2015. It's not a lot to ask for. There you go. Um, and a bad O line isn't the end of the world. All right. It's, it's not great. But again, I don't think this O line is going to be as bad as people think. I just. I just don't think they are. But we're going to find out all these things starting on Sunday. Now, it's only week one, right? What you see week one isn't necessarily indicative of what's going to happen the rest of the season. But, I'm pretty sure week one determines your year. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. Um, but it's a start. So we will start to see, all right? And um, we're going to do a little predictions now. Yes, one predictions. Here we go. Let me pull this up from our trusty friend, uh, pickyourbrackets.com. It came through for us again. Salute. Oh, we erased, we, we, we cut you off the screen, Mikey. Mikey's so, still there, ladies and gentlemen. He's still I'm, there. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, rapid fire. And if you guys know us. Rapid fire means never happened. Wait, we're we, we gonna be we're gonna be here for about ten minutes. All right, <laughs> listen, listen. When you hear that, let's go. All right. If you want to make your picks along with us, type fast. All right. We're gonna go. We're gonna go through these games as quick as we possibly can. Starting with tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow's night's game, Detroit mm-hmm. at Kansas City. What say you guys? <sighs> Going with Kansas City despite the injuries uh, because it is Detroit. I got Kansas City as well. It's also at home. Uh, Kelsey is not playing. Has that been confirmed? Uh, he's questionable, so they haven't said for sure. 
Okay. Uh, that means he's going to play. He's going to have 120 yards receiving with five touchdowns. All right, Mikey. <laughs> Kansas City. But, man, you got a couple cats picking the lines. We, we might okay. want to write them down. Jeremy, Zaul, write them yeah. down, man. Chris. Yeah. Chris picked the lines. <laughs> <laughs> the guy from Newark picked the lines. Yeah. We, we oh, okay. 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 Don't look. Cool. Next week, when we come looking, for, not matter of fact, Friday morning when we come looking for y'all. Don't get missing. All right. <laughs> all right. No, Next my game. Bad. I messed up rapid fire already. All right, That's all right. <laughs> You're supposed to be reading these, B, not me. All, all right, right. Carolina, Carolina, Atlanta. Carolina at Atlanta. Uh, I'm taking Carolina in a relative, uh, relatively low scoring affair. All right. And we gave our score predictions already. We were supposed to wait until yeah. this to do it. All right. We, we, you know, we're rusty. We're rusty. All right. I also have Carolina. Mikey, did you pick Carolina? Yeah, twenty-four fourteen. Uh, we got some. Uh, we got some dirty bird fans in here. Okay, there's 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 a cavalry. Carolina, there Carolina. Well, that's all I'm talking about, man. That's what I'm talking about. All right, Cincinnati at Cleveland for the battle of nobody gives a damn. I'm <laughs> uh, Poonjent cares very much. This is also a big game. This is a this yeah, is a division game. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this is bigger for Cincinnati. Cincinnati it's a, can't it's, go down. No, I think it's bigger for Cleveland. I think Cincinnati is going to be just fine. Uh, they're battling for division. And if they go down, I, I think most of us, most people have it between Cincinnati and Baltimore. You can't you can't go down to the Browns week one. No, you, but, but the Browns are battling for the playoffs. And saying, hey, I won the division versus I'm a wild card is, is less impactful uh, than I'm in the playoffs or I'm not. Okay. All right. All right. I'm going to go Browns. And I think I I think since he's still going to be there at the end of the year competing for the division um on the road week 1. Didn't they lose to them last year? This is this is musket fire right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Load up my next one. Come on. Come on. Mike, Mike, Cincinnati. This is Cincinnati. <laughs> <laughs> Jacksonville at Indianapolis. We got Trevor Lawrence, uh, Travis Etienne, Calvin Ridley coming off of his year-long suspension, going up against Anthony Richardson and not Jonathan Taylor, who is on the pup list with no back injury. I I'm got Jacksonville. On, yeah, I'm taking Jacksonville, period. Yeah, Jacksonville. <clears throat> All right. Tampa Bay at Minnesota. I'm taking Minnesota. I don't even I don't want to talk about that garbage. Yeah. <laughs> Minnesota, I can't, I can't come up with any kind of game plan for Tampa Bay. Tennessee at New Orleans. Uh, Derek Carr making his debut for the Saints. Uh, we got New Orleans or uh, Tennessee rolling out Ryan Tannehill's corpse. I'm gonna take <laughs> New Orleans in this one. I don't even like New Orleans that much this year, but yeah, I think that they're, they're gonna win pretty uh, handedly. Give me Tennessee. Okay. Mm. San Francisco at Pittsburgh. I picked this one uh, yesterday on the Steel Conspiracy. I said if Bosa didn't play, I was taking Pittsburgh, but Bosa is playing, so I'm taking the 49ers. Yeah, I got the 49ers. <sighs> I don't trust Brock, but I'm going to go with San Fran here. Okay. All right. Arizona at Washington. Arizona's the worst team in the league, taking the Commanders. Yeah, I think they're going to look pretty good this game. The 
the the the commie fans around here are going to we, we're going to hear about it on Monday. So um, yeah, Washington. Yeah, Washington. Next up, we got Houston and Baltimore. We already talked about this. I'm taking Baltimore in a close one. Yep, Baltimore. Be more. Green Bay at Chicago, the Jordan Love era uh, going up against the Justin Fields empire uh, with DJ Moore now. I'm taking the Chicago Bears. Ooh. Also, keep in mind, Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs are both hurt. Uh, not sure how bad they're hurt, if they're playing or not, but they are both injured. I'm going Green Bay. Shot town. We got Las Vegas at Denver. Uh, I mean, I think I don't think Sean Payton fixed Russ. I'm going with the Raiders. <laughs> <laughs> I think Russ is going to cook. He's back in the kitchen. I'm going Denver. Yeah, I'm going to go with Denver on this one. Philly at New England. It's Philly. It's New England taking the Eagles. Yeah, this is pretty easy. This is going to be a beatdown. Mac Jones also threw for over 3,700 yards as a rookie, but whatever. Mike, your pick. Philly. <laughs> Philly. Philly. Miami Dolphins at the LA Chargers with their newly signed quarterback, Justin Herbert. Uh, Miami is too much for them, and I'm taking the Dolphins. Oh, I got the Chargers. Yeah, I'm going to go. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Miami. Give me Miami. Okay. The L.A. Rams at the Seattle Seahawks. The Rams, I don't know. Uh, Cooper Cup is out. Uh, they're talking about maybe putting him on IR. Uh, thanks for doing that right after I drafted him. Going with the Seahawks, I hope you never win anything. LA. Cooper Cup's going in IR? They said maybe. Uh, I think it's our LGR uh, fancy league. Just want to let y'all know Van Jefferson. He's on my team. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope you I'm, enjoy those six points again. <laughs> I'm going Seattle. I don't have a so I, every time we do this, I usually have a I, I, I'm not so fast. Yeah, but it's week one. But I I got to pick one, and this is it. But this is but it. this is what happens. Okay, Stafford. They got, they got Stafford they got has a. Hangnail, it has to come out of the game. Stetson comes in. Stetson Bennett, that is. He comes in and he leads the Rams to a victory. How do you lead to victory by throwing three interceptions? Out some kind of weird way. (laughs) (laughs) He throws it. I'll tell you how. Through grit. (laughs) (laughs) But that one touchdown pass is going to lead him to victory. Stetson. All right, next up, we had uh, the Sunday night game, Dallas at the Giants, taking the Giants because <laughs> screw you, Warbone. Oh, oh. spicy. I got, I, got the, <laughs> I got the Cowboys. I got the Cowboys. This this might be this might be the best game of the, of the week. Well, you know, uh, yeah, even, even over the Buffalo Jets game, this might be the best game of the week. <sighs> Chris said, check your bottle. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let me give me Dallas. I think Dallas squeaks. I think they 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 win a close one. Okay. Okay. And right. the Monday night game, the Buffalo Bills 
at the New York Jets. Uh, Aaron Rodgers making his debut with the Jets. You know, the, the Bills, I think, kind of missed, not missed their window, but I think that there's kind of that, they've got that funk around them, like, hey, we should have cashed it in and we didn't. And I think that uh, they're going to go into Jersey and come out with an L, taking the Jets. I'm still, I'm still high on Josh Allen, but I'm going with the Jets, man. Jets beat them badly, and Stefan really, really pouts after this game. Oh, <laughs> oh! All right, that was semi-rapid fire. We didn't do that bad. <laughs> we didn't do that bad. All right. Hey, you think everybody's O line is bad? What is what's up with you, Orbone? Their O line isn't that bad. Hey, Wilbon, tell me, was the Bengals O line good or bad when they made the Super Bowl? But did they win? But did they win? <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, look, man, we're we gonna find out this weekend. All right. But that is rapid fire. All right. Um that's that's it for our NFL talk tonight. All right. There'll be some more NFL talk tomorrow. Most likely, okay. There's a game going on tomorrow. Maybe we live stream after the game. All right. We don't usually do that, uh, but you're gonna see more of that this year. Uh, will you will you see more of us live streaming after Ravens or Panthers games? You see a lot of that. Uh, we might we're gonna be doing some other games, some feature games uh, coming up this season. Which ones? You got to stay tuned. Okay, stay tuned, and we'll let you know. All right, but make sure you are subscribed. Make sure you turn on that notification bell so you don't miss these streams. I think you guys have learned that we will do pop-up streams from time to time. All right, uh, we put out some some bonus videos. You want to see more bonus videos coming up this this year too. All right, um, not just clips from our overtime show and whatnot. But you'll see some other content from us. So a lot in store for you guys. All right, so subscribe, subscribe. Also, let me bring this. Uh, Back up here, patreon.com slash LBHT show. That's where you can find us. If you've been enjoying this content so far, you like hanging out with us, uh, we have some more. The party's not going to stop once we end the show. We are ending the show here pretty soon. You can go over to the overtime show and hang out with us some more. We're going to be talking some prime, baby. Coach Prime. Yes, indeed. All right. Do you believe? Do you you believe now? <laughs> we're gonna have some fun with that um come hang out it's a lot of fun if you have at least five dollars in your pocket it is well worth it all right um all right no no basketball news this week uh yes there is there is the la lakers just signed christian wood to mm-hmm. a two-year deal okay christian wood and what do you think Christian Wood's gonna do for Christian? For Christian Wood's a good player. I don't know why you, why you got that grin on your face. Like, I'm asking you, what do you think he's gonna do for the Lakers? I think he's I think he's gonna come he's in piece? and he's going to be a very very reliable role player for them. Uh, he's gonna add another big man, which they were sorely lacking in the playoffs. Richard Sherman said he he's like Paul Gasol. I don't want to Sherman talks in public. I don't, I don't even. I remember, you remember when like the the Seattle defense was at its height, and we all thought Richard Sherman was a genius. <laughs> no, <laughs> I I know. Listen, listen. He 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 spit some bars. Okay, 
Um, he, he shut down the whole thug narrative, which I, I was glad about that. I was waiting for a, a player to come out and say that. I, I will always give him some respect just for that. All right. Because some of you guys may not remember this, but uh, the media and, and, and people in sports media love using the T word. They love throwing the word thugs around to describe black players exclusively for black players. Right. Well, black and, people. Well, well, at, you know, in sports media, in sports media, they were throwing <laughs> that word around a lot. The NBA was known as a thug league. You guys may not remember that, but Richard Sherman came, you know, he, you know, somebody used that on him at a press conference. He's like, yo, just, just, just call me, just call me the N word. Just call me the N word. That's what you really want to say. Mm-hmm. Right. That when you say that word, that's, that's essentially what you're calling me. And after that, they're like, oh man, the jig is up. Right, <laughs> he he decoded us. They they they're onto us. We gotta stop using that word. We're caught. We're they were caught. like that. Yeah, they're like that. That video. They got oh, coming red-handed. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all see what Chris said? We y'all don't know basketball like Chris. All right, you see what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Christian Wood, more like Christian Plastic. <laughs> y'all don't know ball like me. That's right. <laughs> 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 Ugly ass Derek White coming back. He going MVP this year. Uh, <laughs> what team is RJ Barrett going to be playing on when he does that? Uh, RJ Barrett and company are making it to the finals against uh, JB and company. <sighs> Look, Zaul is a is a diehard Knicks fan, um, and I love his enthusiasm. The Knicks are in that place where they think he's talking about FIBA, though, right? Canada versus uh, USA. That'll be the championship game. Yeah, he's talking about FIBA. But he's talking about the Knicks. He, he, you know, like he—he's he's a Knicks fan. Okay, <laughs> ask him who he thinks is going to win the finals this year. He's going <laughs> to say the Knicks. I don't know, but Zao did point out the O's. And Zao, I did look. They don't talk Man, baseball we about here. To mute, but <laughs> <laughs> there's a. Let him talk, me. <laughs> there's, a <guy. laughs> there's a guy who was born and raised in Baltimore in the chat right now who hasn't said anything about the Orioles, okay? And these two fine gentlemen said the Orioles were whack, but they're in first place. I, I didn't say they were whack. I think I called this. I think wait, I wait, called wait, 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 wait. When, when was this, man? Let's go back. I don't, we got to go back. I, I said the they were whack. We got to go back to last year when you, I told you y'all. Said it, when I told y'all. Didn't matter. They were they, they were whack last year. Run. They they sucked and they weren't going to make the playoffs. And what happened? But they did go on a run though. They did. But did they, they did, did they make the playoffs? Though? They did. But now they're in first oh, place. Okay. I haven't so, said anything about the Orioles this year. Exactly. Yeah. And, and I don't point. I don't appreciate you putting this this blemish on my record. I'm <laughs> <laughs> talking baseball on my own show. <laughs> You're in a basketball segment. All right, let's get. Look, let's let's get to the combat corner because the the three elements of Ring King's podcast is here. Listen, we have not been able to produce an episode. My key card isn't working right now. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's key card is working right now. <laughs> I promise you, we are going to produce some content for yes, you. Okay, yeah, we will. Um, uh, uh, ironically, we have been gaining subscribers during our inactivity. Off of the Inaway and Fulton fight is the craziest thing. Uh, all these Inaway fans that I didn't know he had are just popping out of nowhere and calling us haters for something, for nothing. He for, put on a, a virtuoso performance. For saying he he made it. Yeah, he put on a masterful performance 
Um, he completely dominated. And in, and in my case, for picking him to win. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, I, but I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. They're proving our point because the views ain't that high. Where the rest of y'all? <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. true. Well, that for for that video is pretty high. Those videos are pretty high, and they keep going up. Uh, you guys love it, so uh, I guess if you haven't checked out that video, you can look at that one. You know, but we are here today because our last video that we put out, the very last video, was our reaction to uh, Terrence Crawford beating the brakes off of our guy, Errol Spence Jr. Okay, and um, look. Errol Spence said, I want some more of that. Okay. Give me the rematch. Let's run it back. And I respect that. Um, I'm glad that, you know, he didn't concede or he didn't say, hey, I need to go think about this, whatever. No, he he activated the rematch clause. He's going to run it back. I can't good faith pick him to win just just based off of how, how badly he got dominated. But this is boxing, right? Sometimes you see this. Sometimes you see boxers have off nights and they come back in the next fight and they're different fighters. And you can definitely see it with the great fighter. I think Errol Spence is a great fighter still. Okay. Terrence Crawford clearly showed that he's the greater fighter. But how much of a chance are we giving Errol Spence in the rematch? I expect to see a different Errol Spence. Um, Look, but not to take anything away from Bud, he 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 whipped him. Like, there's a such thing as an off night, and there's a such thing as getting your ass, or excuse me, your butt whipped. Yes, and, no, and you, he, yeah, he got right. whooped. Um, but I expect to see a better Spence. That just didn't seem like the Spence that we expected to show up. Obviously, just not even from uh, the action that happened in the in the ring. Um, is is that is 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 that my nephew working on something over there? Sounds like he got a workbench going. Yeah, no, nah, he got a some loud toy. Car. Yeah. <laughs> um. So let me hurry and finish my point. So he, not just how he looked in the ring, but physically, he just did not look like Errol Spence. So, um, I think he has a shot. It's boxing, right? And and we've seen crazier things happen. Um, but for his sake, I hope it's at one fifty four. If it's at one forty seven. It's over. Chris says Spence <laughs> might see easy at the crossroads after this one. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I think that the, the fight will be closer just by virtue of Crawford's not going to perform that well again. I mean, that that is not something that you see in boxing, the, the way he performed in that fight. So even if Spence isn't any better, I think the, the fight will be closer just because Crawford won't be as good in the rematch. Uh, I do expect Spence to be better. I think that he 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 looked off. I mean, he was getting he, his punch tolerance was unbelievably low in that fight. Yeah, uh, like just he was visibly getting rocked by jabs. Um, so I, I I don't know what the the issue was, whether it was just a you know difficult for him to get down to 147 still or whatever, but it looked like something was off. So I expect him at 154 to look like Mike said like a much different fighter, uh, closer to the, the fighter that we expect, but. Like you said, Jose, you cannot in good conscience pick Errol Spence to win a rematch after the way that first fight went. Yeah, I mean, that last fight, his first knockdown, he went down on a jab, right? Yeah. It wasn't even a particularly strong jab. He was, you know, the whole fight, he just looked off balance. Like, he, he didn't have his legs under him, but he walked into the ring looking like that. Yeah. 
right? I mean, he, everybody was saying that this isn't like hindsight. This isn't, oh, well, you guys are just fans making excuses. Nobody making excuses. Like, you, we saw it on his face. Like, he looked different. Yeah, he said his head <laughs> <teeth holding down>. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, like, I think they, I think those are reconstructed teeth, right? Some of them, um, you know, he lost yeah. in, in the accident. So maybe they're just no... It's still, you know, form fitting them or whatever. He got found down a little bit. I don't, I don't know. So now you feel bad, don't you, Chris? <laughs> you know, Spence talked about that um, when he fought Ugas and um, he kind of stopped and, and he was looking around for his mouthpiece. He he said, you know, he still had one of those, um, what do you call them, the, the fake teeth. Like, it wasn't his actual tooth, but like, it's kind of like a filling, like a filler, filler tooth. Mm. And when his mouthpiece came out, he said he kind of panicked because he thought his tooth came out with it. So you say that's why I kind of stopped all of a sudden because I didn't want yeah I didn't want anybody to see like the hole in my you know in my teeth. <laughs> you didn't want to go straight hand in the middle of the face. <laughs> and he must have realized he said he got hit and then he wobbled back. You know he's kind of smiling on the ropes. He's like I you know I kind of felt to see my teeth are there. He's like okay I'm still good. Right he kind of chuckled to himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah 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 the bridge bridge yes yes thank you thank you um yeah yeah no i he, he's not gonna look that why it gotta bad. be a grill jeremy <laughs> jeremy be saying a lot of questionable things the last couple of days <laughs> we love you jeremy it's all good um no no so no i don't think he's gonna look that bad uh, as bad I, I i just don't think he can look as bad as he did I, I, I don't. Whatever, whatever was ailing him, and there's clearly something going on, right? They don't want to talk about it. Whenever they're asked about it, even if you ask Derek James, Derek James, he, he's just being real tight-lipped. But like the whole tone, the demeanor is like, no, we're not gonna make excuses. No, nothing, no, nothing, right? They're just being real tight-lipped about it. So clearly, something's going on. And when Derek James was asked, I know, I know, every trainer is going to say, yeah, my man's gonna win. But there was zero, zero hesitation right they said they asked him hey do you think he'll win a rematch he was like no doubt and, and to be fair uh you know in that first round just the first round you know it, it looked like spence had a solid plan right like and that's kind of what i expected him to do was kind of try to walk down uh crawford and bully him because he's the bigger guy he didn't look like the bigger guy on that night uh but you know he was able to to Kind of get inside and 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 get butt into the corner, get him up against the ropes. It's just that whenever Crawford landed something, I mean, he would take three steps back. Yeah, and like he just couldn't, he couldn't take it. Yeah, yeah. So, all right, so that fight is going to be set. There's a bunch of fights coming up. There's a bunch to talk about. Um, if you want to hear us discuss that, go over to Ring Kings Podcast and hit that subscribe button. All right. Um, don't be afraid of the inactivity over there. Okay. We will be back soon with, to, to discuss a lot of things. There's a lot of things going on in the world of boxing. Even if you're a casual fan, you don't follow the sport that much. Come check us out. Right. We will guide you. Okay. Through the boxing world and boxing news. All right. It's, it's you know, we have fun. It's laid back. Um, you know, you're going to enjoy it. So go subscribe. Ring Kings podcast.
All right. All right. We gotta we gotta go. It's almost two hours. We yes. gotta do trivia and the uh, the giveaway here. All right, so let's do it. I'm okay. Gonna, I'm gonna ask the trivia question and then I'm gonna do the, the wheel spin for the giveaway. All right, we'll trivia time for the uh I see some people dipping now because they're like, Oh, oh, combat, you know, I'm here, I'm here for the football talk. What's up? What's up, Mikey? <laughs> All right, all right. <laughs> um uh, you should have stayed because this is where you can get some points. Okay, we give away points if we're getting the getting the questions right. Okay, yes. and these points lead to prizes at the end of every month. Okay, so the trivia question for this week: There are eight quarterbacks who are tied for the most passing touchdowns in a game, with seven. Okay, it's happened three times since two thousand thirteen. Once was Drew Brees. Once I know the Ravens fans know it was Peyton Manning uh, back in 2013. Who was the third? I know this answer. Yeah, well, you're not in the contest, so I'm not gonna say anything. I think I know. I think I know. I'm and not gonna say anything. The wheel spinning. All right. The $25 gift card. And, and the winner is. Is it Davon? Oh, Jeremy! no, it's not. It's Jeremy. It's oh, Jeremy. Dave, wow. so close. Jeremy, congratulations. You win. Wow. Jeremy for the win. Yes. So congratulations, Jeremy. Uh, if you hit us up on Twitter in the DMs, or you can email us uh, at uh, show at gmail.com. Uh, I don't know if you're in any of the discords. You're in the If you're in the LGR discord, you can add us there. Uh, and you know, just give us your info, your email, and we'll, we'll send that over for you. Okay, listen, put your okay. We, we see a couple of answers in there. Keep posting your answers. Is there a correct answer in there? There is. We okay. need a little, we need a little more excitement, Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so every month we do this, every month you just have to, you know, just be eligible. You, you're eligible by getting a thousand points. How can you get a thousand points? Being active in the chat will help you get points. Uh, donating is a fast way to get points. Um, the fastest way to get a thousand points is to sign up for our newsletter if you haven't already. Go over to lbhtshow.com and as soon as you see that pop up, type in your email. Let us know that's you. Let you know, send us a DM or whatever. Let us know, hey, I signed up and we will put a thousand points uh, on your profile. If you don't know how many points you have, you can type in the chat right now, um, exclamation point, points, all right? And our chat bot will let you know um, how many points you have, okay? And Coach says he's back. Welcome back, Coach. Yes, yes, Coach did a uh, he did a, a video with, um, I can't remember the guy's name. Um, was that on your channel or was that on his channel? What was his name? Cole Jackson. Cole Jackson. Um, Co- Coach, is, he's working, man. It's that time. It's that time of the year. You can find Coach everywhere. All right. Yes, buying merchandise will also get you points. Let us know. Again, also let us let us know uh, that it's you, and we will apply some uh, points to your to your uh, your profile. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we do have three correct answers in the chat. Uh, first, Jeremy Miller, Nick Foles. Mm. I guess I should probably, since I downloaded it, put it up here. Nick Foles. 
did it on November 3rd, 2013. Uh, so just, you know, several weeks after Peyton Manning did it to y'all. The It actually happened to Baltimore twice, uh, that seven-touchdown game. It's pretty embarrassing for y'all. Well, since you since you built Peyton up, Manning did it twice. No, no, no. It just ha- it happened to the to to Baltimore twice. Well, six and what not Derek? No, you had Stafford Rogue Pod yes. with Bowles as well. I thought it was Tua last year. No, he had six. Yeah. So okay. Baltimore is on there twice for seven and at least once with six. Y'all need to tighten up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, play like a raven and whatnot. You know, I didn't see the Panthers on the list. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, you don't see my any list. I see them on a lot of lists, just <laughs> not, just not the historically bad pass defense lists that the Ravens <laughs> are all over. Whatever, whatever. All right, so that's another way to get points: answering the trivia correctly. Those three people that got it right get points. All right, we got to move here. We got to move. Um, is that every, is that everything? That is, that is it. All right, um, that is it. Do we want to give them bonus time? We'll give them a couple a couple minutes for bonus time. A couple minutes for bonus time. Type whatever you want to talk about real quick. Real quick, we'll discuss it, and then we are going to go over to the overtime show. You know, right? how come every week you say, do we want to give them bonus time? And I say no, and then you're like, yeah, it's bonus time. Because you... <laughs> Because you don't want to do anything. That's not true. I you barely want to do the wanna, show sometimes. I want to go to OT. That's what I want to do. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's just like my daughter Kaya. Every time I tell, I ask, hey Kaya, you want you want to do something? She's like, I don't know why you ask me. You always you always tell me I got to do it anyway. <laughs> like I, I want you, I, I want you to feel like you have options. You don't, but I want you to feel like you do. <laughs> Terrible. Terrible. <laughs> uh, all right, all right. I'm not seeing anything. Tight. If you got anything to anything to say, anything you want to discuss, all right. We've had Let's enough. It's almost two hours. All right, all right. We're gonna we're gonna get out of here then. Uh, Jay says he's about to say Matt Flynn. Matt Flynn. He had five touchdowns in the game, yeah. right? He yeah. had five. All right. Um, Paul laid that in the 35 million in the job where he never had to work. Sweet, sweet deal. Sweet, sweet deal. He never actually started, did he? No, I don't think so. Not I mean, he yet. started some games, but he's never actually like been slated to start. Yeah, six touchdowns oh. in that game. All right, there's another. Six hey, 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 y'all! Don't ask stuff just to ask. All right. Have y'all watched Shannon on on first take? I've seen um, clips of it. I'm not gonna lie; it didn't suck. I don't. I don't like Stephen A. But Stephen A. and Shannon. It's gonna work. That's all I gotta say about it. It's gonna work. Skip. Yeah, skip. He did say skip accidentally. I saw that clip. Um, but him and Stephen A got some good chemistry. It looks like. Yeah. Yeah, and, but that's that's also what it looked like with him and, and Skip. And these shows always start out like that. Yeah, then, but but Stephen A is not gonna you know. get skip level disrespectful. He gets he gets skip level disrespectful with players. He doesn't do that yeah. with his co-host unless it's Max Kellerman. But he does that yeah. off air. Well, we'll see. <laughs> I think they're gonna be fine. I think they're gonna be fine. Well, I shouldn't say we'll see. I'm not gonna watch. So I don't yeah, know. yeah. Uh, but no, I, I'm not gonna really watch either. I, I didn't really watch uh, uh, Undisputed like that. But I see, I see the clips like everybody else, you know. So when they when they have their hot takes and all that stuff, I'll see it, you know. But no, nah, didn't look bad. 
Mr. J wants to know how Starfield compares to Cyberpunk. Uh, it doesn't compare. Uh, Starfield is in, in his own, own league. Cyberpunk is just, you know, it's there. Cyberpunk, I never got into really. Uh, I actually reviewed Cyberpunk on our site, Mr. J, if you want to go on. Well, actually, I'm not sure if it's still up. Uh, but it was it was a buggy disaster when it launched, and it took up until now basically for for them to put out to make it into a uh, you know what they had kind of promised. And I haven't gone back to it. Uh, what I played was not it wasn't a it wasn't a terrible game, but it wasn't anything like what they had promised. Uh, and Starfield has kind of grabbed me right from the beginning, and I, I like for me at least there's there's no comparison at all between the two. Cyberpunk remind me of Deus Ex, but I like Deus Ex better. Yeah. Um, Deus Ex was better. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um but yeah, Starfield's amazing so far. It's yeah. already consumed way too much of my time. All right. Jalen Brunson with any carrying with Ant Carrying Team USA. I'm gonna be honest. I haven't watched any any FIBA uh, basketball. Yeah. I just don't care. You know why? Because it's not for the world championship. <laughs> so. Yeah, but good luck to them. Good luck to them. Uh, you guys ever play Pac-Man? Thoughts? <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll give I'll give you thoughts on Pac-Man, Chris. I, I think it's BS that when you eat the fruit and then you chase down the ghost and you eat the ghost that they come back. It's not the fruit. It's the it's the, the pellets, big ball. The, the big the big yeah, pellet. The, the blinking pellets. pellet. I think I think it's BS that they come back. Well, that's what they say every time they kill you. They're like, why does he keep coming back? That's not. That's different. That's different. <laughs> yeah. Um. I think it's amazing how far we come from playing Pac-Man to now. <laughs> and Pac-Man is still a popular game. I'll tell you, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, man, the first time I went off the screen and then came back on the other side, it blew my mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pac-Man graphics-wise isn't even acceptable by by your your phone, like like app, <laughs> like mobile app uh, uh standards. Uh, they, they had to make it 3D and everything. You know how I mean? they released Pac-Man like every six months. <laughs> but look, the classics don't go out of style, man. They don't. They don't. I remember just almost ripping off the 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 handle or the joystick on yeah. the on the on the arcade version because you're thinking the harder you move it, the quicker it's gonna go or whatever. It's just like Zelda, I haven't I haven't had a chance to try it yet. I gotta get that soon. The Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Oh, okay. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Those games are always good. Yeah. All right, that is it. We're getting out of here. All right. Uh, you want to hang out some more, go over to patreon.com slash LBHT show. It's just $5, all right? Just $5. That'll also get you access to our Discord where the conversation is going 24-7, all right? So make sure you sign up. Well worth the money, all right? If you want to donate a little more, we give you other other perks, okay? Like we got we got the, the crew coin here. We got a fancy football league that's filled up, but that's for a championship belt, a very nice championship belt. All oh, right. and also for anybody who is a patron or uh, wants to be a patron with the Pick'em League, uh, the link is in the Discord. You can sign up for that uh, and and get in there and beat Hendo because I know that you all are as tired as I am of seeing the picture of Hendo with the kind of 
that's 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 it right there that's what you're playing for right there that was going to be my question what the heck is going on with the pick'em league because my trophy is still over here and um yeah it's time to win again the 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 link is in the discord all right all right i got that's a chance that's a chance that's the real chance that's the real (laughs) chance all right we are out of here all right we're out of here uh we may see you guys tomorrow night watch the game enjoy it and uh maybe we'll be back here to discuss all right but patrons get ready the overtime show is starting shortly everybody else thank you so much for hanging out with us uh have a great night and we will see you next time peace